0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Woo! After this, I don't
0: ever wanna talk about sex. I don't wanna have it, I don't wanna hear, hear it. Oh no, I still I still wanna have it. Gay no. sex ed. Yes. Contains sexually explicit content. Yes. Meant for adult audiences only. Yes. Viewer discretion is advised. Yes. Yeah. No, oh yeah. Well, you are good at that one? Let's talk about sex! Welcome to another episode of Gay Sex Ed, where we are going to teach you all of the things you didn't learn in high school, and maybe still don't know. We are not experts, but we are gay. So, we are gonna share our opinions and our knowledge on the topic And to help keep us on topic, we still have with us our certified sex therapist, Dr. Chris. Hello. What's
3: up, you two? Welcome back.
0: You look dapper today.
3: Why, thank you. You do Mm -hmm. as well.
0: So today's topic, we are going to talk about kinks. What is a kink?
3: Changes throughout time. You know, some of the things that at one time we saw to be marginal or kinky or fetishy has become a little bit normalized. But it's usually something that falls outside of what we've determined to be a normative part of sexuality in our culture.
0: So something that like not every Joe Schmo is doing in the bedroom. It's something yeah. that uh, some people consider unusual.
3: But what's wild about that is it's actually the inverse. Most of us are actually kinky. Like 75% of us are interested in things that are diverse and creative, where it's only about 25% of us that are actually interested in really vanilla, basic stuff. So kink and fetish is just more part of the general culture. We are always gonna be turned on by things that are taboo, new, and novel, just part of how arousal works. So we're far kinkier than most of us actually know.
0: Do you think gay people explore their kinks more than heterosexual people?
3: Yeah, and that's a beautiful part yeah. about being gay or queer is that you don't have a set script as to what it looks like to be a man, or to be married, or how your relationships go, and so gay people kind of, we get creative, and we create our own norms, and uh, that's what's so liberatory about being queer. Do you have a favorite kink? Sure do, I like exhibitionism and voyeurism. I like to watch and to be watched. I like things that are a little more um, public. Exhibitionism is where you like to kind of be seen. Voyeurism is where you like to watch. I like both. Mm. How about you?
0: I don't think I have anything that is considered like A kink, like, I don't like vanilla sex. Like, trust me, I love to have fun in the bedroom, but I don't think there's anything like leather. I'm not like a huge leather, I'm like, I'm not into something like that. Although I did, um, I did tell a bottom I was gonna buy him a skirt. Is that a kink? Yeah. If I wanna see him in a skirt. Okay, cool. So yeah, maybe I have a thing for skirts and I just haven't even tried it yet. I like your skirt, by the way. I was about to say. It's cute.
3: (laughs) I love what you said about pushing on the edges. You know, when I'm working with people with their sexual health, we have to, we bury it away, right? Most people aren't living their true sexuality because we have to worry about our gender training. We have to worry about being seen as like a professional or a mom, and then we have slut shaming. We have, you know, toxic masculinity where people are afraid, well, will that make me gay? Am I hetero? So like our sexuality is buried under all that. Very few people have to like really push through that. Our body esteem is in there. So like I said, a lot of us aren't really having the most honest sex.
0: Like if I like somebody and you're gonna tell me you want to do something, as long as it's- not hurting anybody like I'm probably gonna do it but just because I like you like that's the whole thing like if you're with somebody that like you trust and that you like voice like what you want from them and I'd be happy to give someone like whatever they want maybe
2: like if, with my partner to be, like hook up in like random places mm.
0: like I, you know yeah. so like for your, like, like
2: if, if I feel it and I'm, we're at the restaurant I'm like
0: we feeling it under the we table feeling it. Just a little. Wherever
2: at the red lobster, when he fuck you good, take him that that, that to red lobster. Okay. Get those
0: cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuits, yeah. I just said the cheddar biscuits at really lobster. I used to
2: eat salad and breast sticks. That's
0: all I got. Um. Yeah.
2: So anywhere. else. That's pretty wherever, kinky. Yeah, it's pretty that's
3: kinky.
0: kinky. Did you know that seventy-five percent of people say they want to act on their biggest sexual fantasy, but only one third of them have actually done it?
2: Now, what the fuck is the point of that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it depends it's on what survey. they're turned on by. Where they took this
2: survey at? Christianmingle.com. Right, cause bitch, if we gonna talk about it, we are gonna be about it. Bro. I ain't saying it for, just to hear me talk. All right,
0: so did you know that all fetishes are kinks, but not all kinks are fetishes? What does that mean? What does like, what's the difference between a fetish and a kink then?
3: I don't, I don't differentiate between the two. I put them in the same box. My field tends to be very sex-phobic, and so we'll usually pathologize certain ones for certain reasons and call those a fetish and tie them to maybe early problematic life events or trauma, but really the core of our arousal template, all the things that turn us on are all healthy. They're all appropriate. We don't choose what we get turned on by, but as adults, we have to figure out if it's something we actually wanna step into, right? So we might be turned on by all sorts of things, but if it hurts someone or it's illegal, we have to have those boundaries, but I want everyone to know whatever you're turned on by, that's okay. But whether or not you engage in it has to fall under how you know it impacts others and things like that. But to me, they're the exact same thing. It's just diverse ways that humans can be sexual.
2: Okay, so did you know fetishizing is when you like a particular feature or a particular type of person and you find it fetishizing. Fetishizing, fetishizing. So basically, bitch, people fetishizing even to like Ethnicities and certain types of people groups, and all of that.
3: Yeah, so fetishizing is when you reduce someone down to just an attribute or a trait, right? Instead of seeing them as a total person, you just see them as fat or, you know, black or whatever it might be. And so it's kind of dehumanizing. But we actually all do that. Even if you say you're into people that are hung or that are muscular, that's a fetishization as well, because you don't actually know the person. So it's kind of part of like objectification. Um, and a lot of people feel that way. They're trans, people are willing to have sex with them, but not willing to go on a date with them or introduce them to their friends. You might see that in yourselves doing drag, and that's when someone says, I feel fetishized. I feel like they're reducing me down to one attribute for sex only, but they won't engage with me as a total person otherwise.
0: So do you feel like if those people have preferences, like um, like certain racial groups or something like that, is it still fetish- fetishization if they're still like dating and doing like everything normal with them or does it only become a fetish when you're strictly using it for sex?
3: Strictly for sex, yeah. If you're willing to talk to them further, get to know them and date them, most likely you're rounding them out and humanizing them.
0: Okay, yeah. so if you're attracted to certain racial groups, if people, you know, people say they have those preferences, mm-hmm. um, but they're dating them, is that, that's not considered a fetish then?
3: No, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with that. It's more along the lines of people that say things like no blacks, no femmes. The, the, the idea that without even seeing them, meeting them, or talking to them, you can already dismiss them is sexual racism, right, right? right? transphobia. You haven't even seen them. Yeah. So you're saying you have, there's no trans people you ever would find attractive? Right. Well, that's not likely. That's not honest, right? So it's usually the pushback on those sorts of things. But we're going to have types. There's going to be different bodies, shapes, and sizes that you're more attracted to. But um, be a little more open. And on those dating apps, you don't have to post it and makes someone feel no. bad seeing all the things that you And you're then even
2: into. sometimes the people that you do like and they see that, they're probably going to be turned off by it. Like even if they're not listed, they'll be like, okay, clearly. I won't not. have sex
3: with someone who has a list of like oh, all the people oh, that right. I want
2: to have sex with. This ain't your Chipotle order. We don't need to know all the fuck.
0: Did you know that your pain tolerance gets higher while you're aroused? You know, when you into it, you'd be surprised. You'd be like, I don't think I could take it. And then boom. No, I think if you, I think if you take dick up the ass, I think you're very comfortable knowing that you can but tolerate more pain. I'm saying, you know, pain. when people,
2: you know, people pinching you, grabbing your nipples and things, and you're like, it. Oh. but on a regular, if somebody pinches you, you might be, yeah, <laughs> you like, zap me,
0: take, put me on the chamber, whip me like Fifty Shades. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think pain is a kink too, right? Yeah. No, no. Some people are into pain. Have a safe word.
3: But that's a beautiful part of arousal. Traditionally, if someone said, put my foot in your mouth, I'm going to say no. But when turned on, our inhibitions drop and we're more willing to push on our edges. And you're going to be willing to maybe put that foot in your mouth. That's true. Pain's the same way.
0: If you have never put somebody's toes in your mouth while you're having sex with them, you just, you just, you gotta, you gotta open up a little bit. Right, you just it It's it. life-changing. Life-changing.
3: Uh, amen, amen. I mean, the
0: first time somebody did it to me, I was like, I think my eyes were crossed for five minutes afterwards. So now I make it a point to do it to other people because it's not something that a lot of people do, right, like everyone. normal people. And then when you do it to somebody, then they've never had it done to them before. Ugh. They're going to call you the next day, bitch. They're going to go on that second day. Well, if you sleep with them on the first date. They're gonna go on that that next date with you. Mm -hmm. They're gonna remember that.
3: But you also just brought up a truth. Our entire body has the capacity to give us pleasure. When people talk about the erogenous zones, it's not just our genitals, it's our entire body. Our whole body's innervated. And so we have to move away from saying our genitals is the erogenous zone. It's our entire body. But when you think about it, like my genitals are such a small percentage of my body, right? But you have all of that geographics that could be utilized. And so good sex is like really stepping into all of this. And not just shrinking it down to smaller areas.
2: When you into it, bitch, you gonna go all the way, you gonna find all kinds of spots, nuts and crannies that you ain't even knew you could lick. You gonna have hair in your mouth because you done lick the head or the top of the head uh-huh. all the way down, because you into it, bitch. You invested and you're like, I'm about to turn this motherfucker party When out.
0: somebody says I'm gonna lick you from your head to your toes, you know you're gonna have fucking fun because they're right. gonna pay attention to your whole body. Right, bitch, get into
3: Explore. it. Explore. Because good sex is messy. Body fluids, sweat, Come hair. everywhere, just That's shoot. Right. <laughs> be gone to Matrix. <laughs> Did
0: you know that leather is one of the most common kinks in gay culture? So that's the top of the Christmas tree. Yep. Of the bracket of mm-hmm. kinks. Then
2: trickles down water play shit and everything else. Z- laser beams,
0: <laughs> electricity <laughs> getting zapped, putting feet in your mouth. Oh Did you know that the U.S. has the most, the highest percentage of people into BDSM than any other country, continent, whatever. I didn't know
2: that. I would've I would thought it was like the UK or something.
0: Really? Or like Germany? Or yeah, or the... Yeah, nope, I'm it's the US. It. The US is the highest one, because San Francisco. It's because of fucking San Francisco. I it's falsum. It is fucking falsum. It's fucking
2: <laughs> it is, it, Fuck the rest, rest of the country. Francisco
0: the only reason we're the is highest the is just
2: it's San fulsome. Francisco. But then people walk around dressed up, like in regular clothes too. Yeah. yeah. But then there'd be people in underwears and nothing else. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fucking on the street and everything is okay. Literally naked. Yep. In San Francisco? Mhm. What about people that wanna like go to get ice cream at Ben and Jerry's? Why? <laughs> You're
3: gonna have quite a day.
0: Then you better stay away from those streets if you don't wanna see it. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> taking the kids to school. <laughs>
0: that ain't the fucking Macy's parade, bitch. <laughs> nope. It's uh, dick and Bob. That's right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I live. Antis, yeah, everything. Did you know that methamphetamines is the most commonly reported drug and sexualized drug use among men who have sex with men. So like when you see party and play and all that stuff on those apps, nine times out of 10, it's usually meth is the most commonly one being used at those parties. So don't feel pressured if you go to
0: those functions and you don't want to partake. Like don't go over there thinking y'all gonna
3: play Scrabble.
0: Meth
2: is
3: energizing. It's and arousing, an yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it stimulates the sexual system. Mm-hmm.
2: Well if you're asked that, basically, it nine times out of ten could be meth, methamphetamines or whatever. Or don't be scared to ask and be like what, you know, to confirm what the heck they're talking about.
0: You are allowed to say no.
3: You don't you have to go no.
2: or you don't have, you could block them, delete it, mm-hmm. and keep it pushing. But that's
0: what that means, party and play. The more you know, Right, I mean, I just assumed it was something bad. Well, it can, it can, it can be bad, and the reason for that is, did you know that gay and bisexual men participating in chem sex statistically are five times more likely to discover a new HIV diagnosis?
2: What is chem sex?
0: What we just talked about.
3: Chemicals used during sex. Like using
0: meth and using all of that. Like gay men that use that. Sharing needles.
3: It's more about the risk-taking. There's a lot of sexual risk-taking that usually is associated wow. with those infections.
0: So like, if you would like, if you would like- Bitch, I'm the one getting- If you would up. like, always, if you would always put on a condom but then you like get fucked up on these crazy yeah, drugs hey, and then you don't on put on the high. condom or like you, you, one of your rule of thumbs is like you don't come inside somebody and then you're mm. fucked up on these drugs and you do it any, like the, ke- the chemicals and the, the drugs make you do sick. things you wouldn't normally do.
2: I'm gagged for real. Okay, so let's do some extra credit. So they say that, you know, your pain tolerance goes higher when you are sexually aroused and you feel in the moment, bitch, you can take the pain, you are into it, spread them, throw the legs up to the moon, and let's get in. So, we are gonna try something out. I've seen this before, um, was it on 50 Shades? It was on somewhere, Kinky, and they melted it and put
0: it Wait, on. We're like, where like you melted on somebody during yeah. sex? So, I got the
2: candle. We need a match.
0: I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, was it? I know you got a lighter in your titty, don't you? Bitch, I don't even smoke. I just but like to light candles on the go. So I'm gonna try it on you, if that's okay. Oh, really? Just- Can I put
0: some- Just get a melt hot, hot wax on me.
2: Yeah. Just- Is it okay?
0: Not drink sex. Wasn't the whole point of this? If we were, if we were aroused, we're supposed to be able to tolerate well, pain?
3: Also, I'm
2: aroused
0: right now. Right, so we'll Am find I? out if it hurts you're not aroused.
2: If it doesn't hurt, you're aroused.
3: <laughs> I love that. I'm you're also a I'm great, saying... well Can don't. put do it on
2: you two
0: after? No, no, I'm keeping an eye on her. Don't get it on my glove. And don't hold it too close. If you hold it too close, it's probably gonna fucking hurt. So first you light the candle.
2: The black flame candle. Oh, oh, oh. oh it's dripping. Oh, she's excited. I'm getting excited.
0: Ooh. Y'all, are y'all paying
2: me extra for Ooh, this? Ooh, look
0: at it, it's coming
2: to you, it's coming to you. Shut up then let me put this.
0: Did it get you? Oh, I felt it. Whoa. Whoa. Oh my God. If that starts pouring on me. This ain't no birthday candle. Oh, oh.
2: Oh my Lord. This is, but see, this is really
0: time consuming. I can see how that would be fun in the bedroom. It doesn't hurt. I mean, it it's is. It's really warm. It
2: is a lot of fun because it's so extra and different. So it's very like.
0: Yeah. The oohs and the ahs and the, the hocus pocus of it all. And then you tell a scary story.
2: (laughs) Happy birthday! Woo! And another
0: kink while we're at it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt at all, actually. It's just really warm.
2: Not only can you turn somebody on, but you can also get the demons up out of a
0: bitch. Yeah. True or false? California leads the nation in searches. For BDSM on Pornhub.
2: Um, true. Because of San Francisco.
0: You think it's because of San Francisco? Yeah. But see, but I, but before I give you the answer, they're out doing it at Folsom. So do you think they're searching for it at home because they're doing it? Are they watching it on Pornhub because they're like out in the they're out in the street, literally? She's, out in the street. A full, if they're having a full it. festival, she's that guiding means...
3: you away from saying I'm guiding you no, you no. Away from Go saying with saying balls. She's guiding you away with that with that uh, additional information. That's so it's true. It's false.
2: No, I think it's true because if if they're going to be able to hold a festival, there has to be a lot of people that are looking at it. Or maybe...
3: I can make an argument either way, right? If that's what you're turned on by in real time and at home, you can look at that. Also, you could say the opposite, which is places that are more conservative and they can't act it out. They go to porn to find access to it. So that's more conservative states, maybe.
0: is that what we're hearing? That the conservative people are looking up shit that they're embarrassed by or they don't want people to know about?
3: Because so that, that right? Because you oppress, you're, you're going to obsess about. Mm-hmm. So
0: California is so liberal that we're like we're just into it. That, you know right, what I mean?
3: right. So we ain't looking it up because
2: we could go to the function.
3: We're, we're wearing it to parties. We're wearing it to parties now. <laughs> we're wearing a yep. I mean, that's in a ball gagged supermarket.
2: Right.
0: So right. false. It is false, and you're never going to guess the state that it is. Vermont is the state that has beaten every other state by 30%, 30% 30 more than the national average in Vermont is people looking up BDSM on Pornhub.
3: I believe it. Why the fuck? Vermont, of all places.
0: Yeah. What's in Vermont? I have no clue. What the fuck is in Vermont?
3: that's probably part of it.
0: uh, uh, An underground underground BDSM culture. That's that's what the fuck is in Vermont. If you didn't know, now you do. An underground BDSM culture, they probably all. I bet you the breaks
2: whenever that festival is going on at Folsom, they're watching live the, streams the, on their the computer. The uh, flights from Vermont to over here <laughs> are fierce, <sick>, bitch. <laughs> Everybody, like <laughs> <laughs> on the plane, ready to come. <laughs>
0: Literally, we should ready get a statistic come. from we should call Delta, bitch. Delta, right? We need a statistic on from un- Vermont Folsom. over
2: you know, that flights is booming. That does. Probably- Every coffee
0: shop in the corner of Vermont is closed because they're all in California at Folsom. Right, everybody calling out
2: of work, mm-hmm. All right, so the popular kinks. We got leather, rubber, robe, used underwear, armpits, uniforms, razors, 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 urine, duct tape, spit, gas mask, food, feet, hands, medical. I guess like Band-Aids. Oh, that's me. I'm oh, a, like, yes, medical. I'm a kink. Diapers. Yeah, the people, are adult, adult that's babies? That's my stop, I gotta get off the train. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, we don't kink shame, but we kink joke. Um, Piercings, balloons, plushies, facial hair, faces, or oh, fence, fence, feces.
0: Ooh, feces. You like what you like, I guess. Like I said, as long as it's not hurting anybody, you get to do whatever the hell you want to do. Good for you. True.
3: Yeah, and in the kink community, uh, the word that's often used is rack, risk-aware, consensual, kink. So you want to be aware of what the risks are. No one should step into something they're not familiar with, so always educate yourself. Find a mentor if it's something that's not necessarily you know it has a little bit of risk to it um consensual but also i always recommend not being on drugs because you want to be aware of your limits and pain Um, and the thing you should think about before stepping in as well is negotiating the scene talking to your partners about what it is you're going to do what's going to happen so everyone's aware checking in while it's happening and having safe words so that someone doesn't say something that might be misconstrued as part of just playing the role. And then afterwards, some aftercare, which is sitting around afterwards and taking care of each other, checking in, maybe providing some water. So again, it's negotiation beforehand, safe words during and aftercare afterwards.
0: Oh, if you're not offering people like Definitely beverages campers. or snacks after sex, you're just not a good host.
3: <laughs> That's just rude. I
0: mean, if you come to my house, we have candles lit. There are beverages to be had. Hey, if you want to order food after, I got some I got some uh, peanut butter protein bites in the fridge from earlier you can have, like you need to refuel, you know, so we can go again. Uh, <laughs> you should just be a good host. All right,
2: it is time for the DMs. And we got a caller,
0: so let's take a caller. Caller, holler. Hello. Bitch, we are talking about kinks. Kinks, kinks, kinky, 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 BDSM and kinks, girl. And we want to know if you have some questions for us, Miss Mateo.
1: Oh my
0: God. Bitch, I know you have a few kinks, the sheet. <laughs> are, are you spilling mama's tea right now that she has kinks? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Woo Yeah. Well, before, before you ask us any questions, we want to hear what, we've asked each other what our kinks are. We want to hear what your kink is. A favorite
1: kink. Yeah, bitch. Uh, I have plenty of them. Like, what kind of kink do you want to hear first?
2: All of them. Give it to us. Okay, my top
1: favorite one is role play. Y'all know this already. Right. It gives you the fantasy, the full fantasy. I'm in love with that. Um, What do you guys think about that? Role play, give it to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) give it to me. (laughs) Bitch, I know know you like role play. I remember uh, you used to be Aladdin. In
1: Disney. You know I'm into Disney, so any anybody that looks like a prince, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live. You know a lot of people, a lot of people are into leather and all that stuff. I'm more like a Disney princess, so I kinda like the costume party kind of sex. You already know this. <laughs> Not the costume party kind of sex. If you if, if you gonna be with me, you need to be able to uh fulfill my fantasies, take me to the castle, ride a, a white horse and all that little little things to make me happy in the bedroom.
2: Right, send the fucking rella. Is that weird?
3: No, no that's no. amazing. I like how confident you are. I like how much you know yourself.
2: Do you have a question for Dr. Chris, the professional?
3: Yes, Chris. Yes.
2: How far can you take role play? And
1: how, how did could how become dangerous in bed?
3: Oh, I love it. Um, as, as long as everyone is consenting to what's happening, uh, you can take it as far as you need to. I think that's the beautiful part of role play is it's fantastical. It's fantasy. I think that's the place to push your limits. So I, I, as long as everyone's comfortable with what's happening, you take it as far as you can.
1: You know, I've always been afraid that like everything will go, get out of like reality and then... we we might not be able to come back to. Well,
3: that's the beautiful part of post-orgasm refraction. After we come, we have a refractory period where we actually distance ourselves from arousal and sexuality. When you're aroused, your inhibitions drop. And that's what allows you to really step into the kinks and the role play and to buy in and to be all in. But as soon as you orgasm, you come right back to reality and you're, you know, know, all the boundaries uh, snap back up. You're like, let me get a towel. Yeah, as soon as you orgasm, you're brought right back, you'll be fine.
1: You see, now I got a green light to go and do all my my fairytale dreams come true.
3: <laughs> I'm so done, not the green light.
0: As you should.
2: I gotta go because I'm going to buy new costumes, so.
0: Have fun ho, get
2: me something, bye.
3: I love that, using kink and sex as a way to just fulfill all the things that your normal daily life doesn't allow for you. That's the beauty of sex, exploring, learning about yourself, pushing on your edges. In the words of Alexis, bam!
0: You know, I think we have so much to cover about kink. Like, we talked about some stuff, but we didn't get into the nitty gritty dirty. So, I think we should continue this into another episode because I think we have so much to talk about kink because there are a lot of kinks in the world. But for now, if you have any questions, you can send them to hey at wowpresentsplus.com or you can tweet us using the hashtag wowhelpme and we will try to get your questions answered for you. But don't be tweeting us unless you are 18 and up. 18
2: and up, 18 and
3: up.
2: Now it's time to put some of this
0: things to play. What, you, what the hell are you gonna do with that? I show you, you already that. burnt me with a candle. You gonna tie me up now? Well, I wanna try a few more. I'm not even arousing. You're trying all this kink shit. As long as you give me permission. Consent? Consent.
2: Wait till so the S and yeah. M. S and M. Well, that's probably why she called it S and M because bitch, ain't nobody trying to say that. I can't say that. <laughs> Can you imagine the song that? a song called that? That's hard in the song. I would not be able to <laughs> <laughs> lip
3: sync. I'd be. Watermelon, watermelon, yeah. watermelon, <laughs> watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. <laughs>